they uh, always uh, are suspicious of uh, field work. They don't tolerate any uh, scientific research. There is like a hostile environment toward research, uh, especially in the political and in social uh, matters. This is Instant Coffee, a new podcast brought to you by the LSE Middle East Center and produced by me, Nadine Almanaspi, and me, Yubal Sleiman Haider. On this episode, Raja Abed Basabiyah speaks to Hafiz Al-Bukhari about the challenges of doing research in Yemen today. Rasha is an artist and visiting fellow at the LSE Center for Women, Peace and Security. She has worked with the Peace Track Initiative since 2017, where she is managing their cultural, economic and environmental projects. Hafiz is president of the Yemen Polling Center, an independent research center which aims to impact local and international policymaking with the ultimate goal of improving the living conditions of the Yemeni people. Over to you, Rasha. Hi, Hafiz. Uh, very nice to speak to you today. Hi, Rasha. It's good to talk to you. So, um, I would like to ask you a few questions to start with um, about uh, Yemen Polling Center. So, the center has been around since 2004 and uh, you have been collecting data from all over Yemen in different situations uh, that Yemen has been through. Can you tell me um, more about the challenges you have been facing, especially in the recent uh, years with, uh, with the conflict you know, to collect data? Yeah, yeah sure. So um, as YBC established in 2004, uh, we were facing some challenges before from the regime and the government at that time because they were thinking it was like uh, the first uh, research center that do public opinion research in Yemen. So uh, we were trying to face, I mean, or uh, accumulate with the challenges and overcome these challenges. And then uh, the uprising happened in 2011. So we were having a very good environment for research uh, until 2014 when the Houthis uh, took over uh, Sana'a and then new challenges just uh, happened with uh, political unrest and with the Houthis controlling uh, Yemen and especially the, the capital Sana'a. So uh, from then, we have been facing a lot of, uh, a lot of challenging uh, in North and in the South, uh, especially in the areas that are controlled by Houthis, because they uh, always uh, are suspicious of uh, field work. Uh, they, they don't tolerate any uh, scientific research. Uh, there is like a hostile environment uh, toward research, uh, especially in the political and in social uh, matters. This was, I mean, uh, happened uh, for us uh, as the YBC headquarters was shut down in, in Sana'a. We were not able to operate from Sana'a, so we moved to uh, Taiz and Aden, but we still, we still work in uh, all over Yemen, uh, except Saada, we are not able to do field work there. Oh, okay, so to give the audience a bit of a background uh, about your work, what is the polling methodology that you use? Um, we know like in comparison to other countries, uh, there is more likely to have um, maybe phone call polling, internet polling, but in Yemen with little uh, reach um, uh, of internet, 
um, all over the country. What is what methodologies do you use? This is this is important point. I mean, uh, um, in Yemen, we usually have been doing face-to-face -face interviews. We were uh, we are collecting data like in quantitative and qualitative ways, but we were depending mainly on face-to-face -face interviews uh, method. Recently, we uh, tried to develop other methods, uh, like the using uh, other systems, like uh, what they call uh, uh, CATI systems, using the phone numbers, uh, especially that we have uh, developed a lot of databases on government levels for the respondents. And we have started to uh, do phone interviews uh, with uh, respondents on uh, different matters. But a lot of challenges also happened uh, in this, in this uh, regard. Despite that we uh, were enforced to do that with the new developments and the COVID and uh, a lot of uh, pandemics uh, are striking Yemen these days. So we are trying to also to do some field work in, uh, using uh, phone calls. Can you elaborate more about the challenges you face uh, now with COVID-19? The challenges first, I mean, uh, we were having these challenges, I mean, since 2014. Uh, the, the blockage for, I mean, the, the uh, root blocks uh, and the movement between governments, it's, it's hard now to move from, like, from Taiz to Hodeida, from Hodeida to Aden, from Aden to Sana'a. So we, this one of the challenges that we, um, we have been facing. Uh, in addition to that, there is like the security situation. And uh, sometimes these checkpoints and the militias uh, tries to track the uh, fieldwork teams. So uh, these this challenges uh, was before, were before uh, COVID-19. But COVID-19, I mean, when we, the, the information started to flow that there are infections in, in the country, we, we, we stopped doing uh, uh, like uh, training in the, uh, the headquarters. We are now doing like remote training. We stopped doing, sending uh, fieldwork teams uh, for more than two uh, persons to the field. Uh, we stopped uh, doing interactions with the respondents. So these challenges happened and now we are trying to collect information on the respondents and build contact with them and then do the interviews by, by phones. I see. And do you feel that this security situation affected the participation rate? Do people sometimes, like when you, when you are, they don't want to participate? Uh, before the the security situation deteriorated in Yemen, we were having almost 85% response rate. Uh, after the uh, deterioration of the security situation, this uh, went down up to 65 to 60% response rate for face-to-face -face interviews. Uh, but uh, for the phone calls interviews, it it's, it's just go down to 20% response rate because also people are suspicious of the phone calls. They think of censorship or monitoring for the phone calls. They don't trust to, uh, or they don't feel comfortable to respond uh, and participate in the uh, 
research uh, over the phone. Okay, I saw that you have research done, a lot of research done on gender and women's rights also at Peace Builders, uh, women in, in security situation in some areas like Dalek. Um, I see also on your Twitter, you speak a lot about women's rights. You did support women since 2011, since the uprising. We, we try, I mean, to have gender aspect for and in most of our research and we we want to highlight some issues regarding women regarding their safety regarding their movement the, regarding the violations that they could uh, interfere uh, regarding even the challenges that they face uh, in the work or and and in their areas if they want to like to report a crime and if they want to issue like a civil documents like an id or a driving license uh, and not all families that they have their uh, men prisons or they are there as you know that we have a lot of Yemeni immigrants outside uh, Yemen especially in the Gulf so sometimes the the women take responsibility for the of the whole family regarding different um, issues when you conduct uh, in-person door-to-door um, -door, um, polling how do you ensure that um, women in that situation are not being influenced or are more comfortable to speak? How do you reach them in, in, in such situation? We understand from the beginning that uh, Yemen is like conservative society. So we have built our uh, fieldwork teams with making sure that 50% of our fieldwork teams are uh, female interviewers uh, or more than that. So. Uh, uh, in our uh, methodology, we have women interview women. So when they uh, reach out the, the household, they try to um, first to convince the, like the head of the household that this interview should be, uh, I mean, uh, just women to women, and it will not talk about their own issues as family, and it's just uh, to make the uh, interview, I mean, uh, smooth and try to convince them and uh, as you know as conservative society also as uh, Yemeni society always I mean the head of the house feels shy to uh, be reluctant or, or saying oh we, we we need to interfere despite that we have some cases that the head of the households uh, sometimes or the uh, elder son wants to be part of the interview or to see what's going on on what's the uh, interviews about but uh, we, we try to minimize that by having only women interview women I see and you mentioned um, the challenges also in in um, speaking to women that has to do also with family members maybe interfering maybe could you also speak to us about uh, what other challenges pollsters might face uh, that face in Yemen when they go uh, door to door to collect data First, I mean, the, the team have, uh, first is the geography is the always challenge for, for, for us as a research institution because Yemen, uh, as you know, is uh, uh, mostly rural, uh, um, I mean, country. 70% uh, of the population live in uh, rural areas and the, the, the transportation to the rural areas is, um, is very I mean hard and you have to prepare yourself I mean sometimes to spend eight hours just to reach 
a specific area that was selected as sample in in, in remote area in in, uh, in the countryside. This is the first challenge. The other challenge is that access. I mean, uh, especially in in the access from security perspective. I mean, as you uh, you want to knock the door and start to uh, talk to the the household uh, members or the one that just uh, uh, respond to your knock and say though uh, i am trying to do uh, research and i have to uh, i mean to go through our methodology of selection uh, and to select someone like randomly by uh, system way and you need to do a lot of efforts to explain to the family members that the person that was is selected is uh, not on purpose and we just uh, make this for the quality of the research so uh, this is this is always a challenging i mean for us in in, in the field recently we have the security situation challenge and and the militias are uh, I mean, they are spread all over the country and sometimes you just go to the field and someone from the, the, the household that you are uh, targeting as random sample report to the militia saying uh, there is someone um, or there is a team in the area. They are trying to collect data on different issues. So the militia come to the team and uh, as try to arrest them and this has happened uh, several times in the northern areas and in the southern areas uh, as well. That must be really challenging. Uh, I would also think like, um, I would think of who would come and ask me, like for example as a southerner, would they also, is it easier to have, is it, are they open to people coming asking from different areas or do you hire people from the same areas? This is a good question. I mean, because we always face this, I mean, uh, before and but it recently uh, it become more challenging. So we, we don't send, I mean, people from government to different governments. So we always send, um, I mean, uh, fieldwork teams from the same government to do the fieldwork in the same government. Like, so this is help regarding the response and regarding the access because the checkpoints always asking where are you from? What do you want? Where do you want to go? What do you do? So this is always helpful. I mean, to uh, to assign fieldwork teams from the same government rate uh, to do fieldwork in the same government rate. Um, so who is your primary consumers of the data? So you have data as in graphs and charts. You have um, um, studies. You have also like policy papers. Who is your main consumer of your polling and do, do you feel that it does uh, influence um, like policy makers internationals nationals and how much does it also um, influence the locals in Yemen does it have an impact on the Yemeni's uh, perception or when they see the results as YPC we we work on in uh, two different ways we have like a, an advocacy department that we prepare proposals on issues that we are, think that they are uh, important to, to Yemen, uh, especially in, uh, in, in policy perspective. Uh, and then we get grants and we uh, issue uh, papers and uh, also uh, 
policy reports and uh, research reports. Uh, the other side of the work that we have some clients I and mean, they reach us to do uh, research for uh, their own uh, programs like uh, government embassies, uh, international organizations, UN uh, agencies. Uh, and we do uh, public opinion research like surveys, like we work with, with Gallup and the other um, uh, institutions. So we, we work on, on with these two wings with, with YPC. Uh, regarding who uh, is more interested in, in our research, uh, the international community, of course, and the organizations, the, uh, I mean, uh, also the embassies, uh, research institutions that uh, are interested in, in, in Yemen, academics, researchers, uh, and journalists. Unfortunately, we have been trying, I mean, to uh, push uh, our uh, national governments, local authorities to make uh, uh, benefit from our um, research. They uh, honestly very seldom that we get feedback from them and we feel that they are, they are interested in, in, uh, in the research uh, because I think that the awareness among them and they don't believe that this is important for their policies and uh, they have this like the notion of they know everything and they know how to handle uh, things. So to wrap up, I would like to ask you if there is any poll that you wish you would do if you had maybe more resources, if the security situation help um, or maybe also the, the norms and the traditions in Yemen. What poll would you have? Would you do? Uh, I, w I would like. I mean, to to do. I mean, survey these days, but I mean, with also better environment uh, on how people they think that Yemen should be in in five years from now. Uh, if they want one country, if they want, uh, I mean, div like division in the for the country. Uh, out of the influence of the elite. So we want to, I mean, ask people on their, I mean, perspective, what do they think they, their country should be uh, five years from, from now? Oh, that's, a, that's actually, <laughs> that's a question that we all want to know. And I wish we were able to. And I think every group thinks that their group all want what they think they want. You know, like some group think it's just, their group wants one Yemen and the other ones think everybody wants two Yemens or federal system. And, uh, thank you very much, Hafez, for um, uh, coming here and speaking to us today. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you, Russia. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russia and Hafez, for taking the time to speak to us. And thank you for listening to Instant Coffee, your quick fix of everything Middle East. Join us every Friday for a new episode of Instant Coffee where we interview artists, activists, writers, journalists and more from the region. To find out more about the Peace Track Initiative and the Yemen Polling Center, follow the links in the podcast description. Also make sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay updated on our latest episodes. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Until next time...